Hello, you listener out there. You are welcome to this broadcast. Jesus Christ is Salvation, Episode 1. This is the Word of God and the voice of the evangelist. Let us pray. Father, let your word shine your light to those in darkness and bring them to salvation, freedom, and victory over Satan and his works in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We shall be taking a reading from the book of Luke 4, 14 to 21. You can open your Bible with me if you have one. But if you don't have one, just listen. And Jesus returned and the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about, and he taught in their synagogues, and being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. I bring you good news from heaven. That indeed, this day... The scripture you just heard is fulfilled in your ears. Jesus Christ is salvation. Jesus Christ is your salvation. Living under oppression is a terrible state of existence. Oppression is marked by sorrow. It is marked by despair. It is marked by agony, groans, sense of worthlessness, emptiness, loss of hope, feeling of insecurity, loss of purpose, lack of purpose, and feelings of helplessness. These are the outworkings of oppression and the powers of oppression. Frustration is the experience of those who are under oppression. The Word of God in the book of Romans 8, 
1932 reads, The earnest expectation of creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. Because creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. <laughs> Did you see that word? Glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. This is a very loaded word of God, a very loaded verse of the scripture. It says, Because Christian itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. It shows clearly that there is a liberty that is associated with being a child of God. And it is a glorious one. It is not liberty accentuated with chains, but it's a glorious liberty. And it shows us again that the whole of creation groaned and traveled in pain together. Yes, that is the language of oppression. The whole of creation groaned and traveled in pain together until now. The existence and story of the of oppressed, the existence and the story of the oppressed is that of groaning, is that of traveling, is that of pain. This is the purpose God has sent me to you. This is the purpose, the word of God is sounding in the voice of the evangelist, even right now. What is the groaning and the travails of your life? What is that groaning and the travail of your heart? You know, our modern world, it's full of what we call in Nigeria, packaging. And what we say in my dialect, amateur or judge. A lot of cosmetic effect. You smile for the camera, but you cry in your bedroom. Everybody looks around you and it seems all is well. But indeed, you are breaking down inside. You look as though there is a lot of pleasure around you, but inside there is too much of pressure. What is that groaning of your heart? What is that travail in your heart? What has caused you so much pain? It is for this reason that Jesus Christ has sent me to you with this message of the cross, the message of hope. And I say to you, 
cry no more. You don't have to groan anymore. You don't have to travel anymore. You don't have to cry anymore. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, slain for you, have prevailed over the forces of oppression in your life. Hallelujah! Oh, Mahatekesi Karato Shatisa. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, slain for you for the sake of your sin, to bear the price of your debt, has prevailed for you over the forces that has made you to travel, over the forces that has kept you in pain, over the forces that has kept you in oppression. But who is the oppressor? Who is he that have kept you in groanings, in travelings, in despair, in frustration? What is the identity of this oppressor? His name is Satan. His name is Satan. It is Satan and his forces of wickedness that have originated and sustained the oppression of your life. The Word of God in the book of John, in the Gospel of John 10 verse 10, says, For this reason the Son of Man was made manifest that he might destroy the works of Satan. For the thief cometh not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Son of Man came that you may have life and have it abundantly. Satan is that adversary, that oppressor. Satan is the culprit behind the heavy oppression of your life. He is a killer. He is a thief and he is a destroyer. But I have come with a good news for you. I say it again. I am sent to you. I am sent to you as the herald of the glory of God. And I proclaim to you that Jesus Christ is salvation. I proclaim to you that Jesus Christ is salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for this great escape you have prepared for humanity, for this great escape you have orchestrated for mankind. Even your son, Jesus Christ, he is salvation. Jesus Christ is salvation. Are you oppressed under the heavy weight of sin and guilt? There is good news for you. Jesus Christ is your salvation. 
he came to the earth so that he could take away your sins and guilt. Jesus Christ has paid the debt of sin. You don't have to bear that heavy weight of sin and guilt. Jesus Christ is your salvation. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is your salvation. You don't have to bear the heavy weight of sin, the heavy weight of guilt. Someone may say, Hey, Mr. Preacher, you don't know what you are talking about. I am a terrible person and I have done the unpardonable. I'm a terrible person. I have done the unspeakable. I'm a terrible person. I've done such ugly things that cannot be said among men. Hear me. I don't know how terrible you are. But I do know that the word of God says in Isaiah 118 that though your sins be as scarlet, after you come to the Lord Jesus, he will cleanse you and make you white as snow. Your sins may be as red as crimson. He shall make you as white as a wool. Your sin may be as black as charcoal, but he will make you as white as snow. The integrity of the word of God is final. I am not making you a promise God is. God is able. God is has the capacity. God has the ability. God has the infinite ability to fulfill, to keep his word to you. Jesus Christ is salvation. So run to him. And stop wallowing in self-pity. Run to him and stop wallowing in self-defeat. Jesus Christ is salvation. <laughs> oh, are you a murderer? And men have condemned you. And the guilt of blood weigh you down all day long. But I've got good news for you. Jesus Christ is your salvation. Jesus Christ is your salvation. There was a murderer called David. David was the king of Israel. After he murdered Uriah and words of judgment and justice was delivered against him, he cried unto God in repentance and God forgave him and God gave him another chance. I say to you, God can forgive you and God wants to forgive you. 
you can have another chance with God. Don't say to me, you don't know what you're talking about. Don't say to me, you don't know I am condemned. Don't say to me that I'm facing a death row. Don't say to me that my conscience has condemned me. I don't care what condemnation that is before you. But one thing I know is this, that Jesus is salvation. The one that sent me to you have sent me to declare these words that he is your salvation and there is no condemnation for anyone who is in Christ Jesus. Why? Because he takes away your condemnation. He has taken away your condemnation. Even in the cross of Calvary, he that knew no sin was hung on the cross of Calvary. A condemned man, he was taking your place. It is by this mechanism, he that has suffered the penalty for your sin has said to you, I am your salvation. Open your door. Let me enter. In the name of Jesus, surrender your guilt to Jesus. Surrender your sin to Jesus and be free. Jesus have sent me to you. He is your salvation. You may reason that you are too dirty to be of any good because of prostitution. But I bring you good news as well. Jesus Christ is a specialist in saving the prostitutes and giving them a life of honor, free from all filth, free from all guilt, and free from all condemnation. In the Gospel of John, chapter 8, there was a woman charged with adultery charged with prostitution and was facing a sentence of death by stoning by the self-righteous religious mob. This woman was brought to Jesus and Jesus saved her. Hallelujah! He freed her from all condemnation. He said to her, Woman, has no one condemned you? The woman said, No, no one. And Jesus said, I condemn you neither. Go and sin no more. That is the word of Jesus for you. I am taking away your condemnation. I am taking away your fear. I am taking away your guilt. I want to robe you with honor. I want to robe you with glory. Come to me and I will make you honorable. Jesus is salvation. There is salvation in me, says the Lord. Jesus is your salvation. Maybe you've been written off as one that will bring shame to your family. 
Maybe you've been called all manner of names as one that never do well because you are a thief. But I say to you that even the thief was not cast away by Jesus Christ. Even the worst of criminals is never cast away by Jesus Christ. <laughs> At the cross of Calvary, a thief was condemned and hanging on the Calvary cross with Jesus. Men, we are mocking at Jesus, not realizing that Jesus is opening the gate of heaven unto the sons of men. He's making room for the sons of men to be called the sons of God. But suddenly, something happened. The thief realized that Jesus Christ is salvation. And upon the cross of Calvary, he submitted to him. He surrendered to him. He ran to the Savior and said, Jesus, please remember me in your paradise. Remember me in your kingdom. And Jesus forgave all his sins, took away his sins, and gave him salvation instantly. He said, today, today, I say to you that you will be with me in paradise. A man on the highway to hell all of a sudden made a U-turn and he became suddenly, he became suddenly a candidate of heaven that is the grace of god that is the grace of god the gospel in my mouth is a power of god to save you jesus is salvation i don't care the bad name you have i don't care how many has written you off but indeed jesus is salvation There was a corrupt public official. The Bible recorded he was sitting at the receipt. But despite the reputation of publicans as men that don't fear God, Jesus Christ reached out to him. He took him away. from the place of public ignominy and brought him in, brought him in and made him an apostle. His name was Matthew. Out of him, Jesus made an apostle. Out of him, Jesus made a deliverer. Because an apostle is also a deliverer, carrying the mandate of heaven. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. Jesus Christ is the same today. Jesus Christ is the same 
forever. He picked a corrupt public official and made an apostle out of him. So don't think that because you have practiced corruption in government, you have to die in sin. No! Come to Jesus. He is the Lamb of God that take away the sin of the world. He is the Lamb of God that take away your own sin. You were included. You were included in the grace of God when Jesus hung on the cross, when Jesus said those words of all eternity that it is finished. You are included. Come to him and be saved. Come to him and be delivered. Embrace Jesus Christ. Your salvation. Oh, I've heard. Man of God, there are certain cases that are too strong. Hear the word of God. I am the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? I am the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? Your case is not difficult for God. It was finished on the cross of Calvary. So I ask you, are you trapped in the occult looking for escape but bound with fear? You have seen the rot of Satan. You have seen the terribleness of Satan and you are bound in fear. You are bound with fear and you don't know a way of escape. <laughs> I bring you good news for Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is life whom the Son of Man sets free cannot but be free indeed. In the town of Ephesus, in the book of Acts of the Apostle, Jesus Christ sent a man called Paul and he delivered many men of Ephesus from witchcraft and from sorcery. And many brought out their occult paranalia and bonded and were free. Despite the terrible powers of Ephesus, despite the terrible powers of witchcraft, despite the terrible powers of, of the occult in Ephesus, by the ministry of the man Jesus sent, many Ephesians abandoned their court, gave up their sorcery and their witchcraft, recorded. And so mightily grew the word of God in Ephesus and prevailed. You can prevail. There is escape. There is a way out for you. His name is Jesus. 
there is salvation for you. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Oh, maybe you feel that you have betrayed Jesus Christ before because he has saved you once but you went back on him but you went back to your life of sin but you stopped looking up to him as your savior but have got good news for you You don't have to die in your sins. There was a man. You know him very well. His name is Peter. He was very close friend to, with Jesus. He has seen, he has shared many wonderful times with Jesus. He has seen the glory of the Lord. He was there when Jesus turned five loaves of bread to many and used it to feed 4,000 men. It was there when Jesus raised the dead. It was there when Jesus healed the sick. It was there, it was there when, it was, it was, it was there when Jesus did many marvelous signs. But an hour came, he betrayed Jesus. And he betrayed Jesus openly three times. But when he repented, he was forgiven and was reinstated. Jesus will by no means cast away those who come to him. Jesus will by no means cast you away. Peter was reinstated, was reinstated as a leader of the church. I say to you, only an unconfessed sin is big enough not to be forgiven. I say to you, only an unconfessed sin is big enough to be forgiven. Only an unconfessed sin is big enough not to be forgiven. Why not come to Jesus? Repent. Of all your unrighteousness and Jesus will make you the child of God Satan is the author and master of all oppression in your life and sin is his legal access point to keep you in bondage and oppressed however through faith in Jesus Christ as the salvation sent to the world, you can be free from all of Satan's oppression. The word of God speaking in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. 
Jesus is standing right there now by your side. Jesus is standing right there where you are in that very room, in the bus. Jesus is standing right there in your office. Jesus is standing right there where you are. All you need to do is to call on him and ask him to take away your sins and forgive you. Your only sins that cannot be forgiven are sins that are not confessed. We have a promise from God that if we confess our sins, no matter how terrible, He is faithful and He is just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that because of Jesus Christ who paid the price for you, it will be counted as unfaithfulness and injustice if you truly repent from your sins and confess and you don't receive forgiveness. That is the great divine assurance. God is faithful. God is just to forgive and to cleanse all your sins only if you can confess and confess them before him. Only if you can repent of them. Why not bow your head or fall on your knees or fall on your face and begin to repent and ask for forgiveness of all your sins? Call on Jesus Christ to show you his salvation. Let us pray. O God of heaven, you're also God on it. Please forgive the sins of your people. They have heard the word you have put in my mouth. They have heard the message of your messenger. They have heard that Jesus is salvation who paid the debt of their sins. Therefore, they believe and they call on you and they say, Jesus, save. Jesus, save. Save them, Lord, and bring them into your great salvation. Save them, Lord, and bring them into that great salvation of God. Save them, Lord. Your word says you are able to save, even to the utmost, all those who come to you. Lord, save, bring all of these ones coming to you, to salvation. Thank you, Father, 
for forgiving and saving all of them. Thank you, Father. Why not say, I am born again? Because you are born again. Hallelujah. Why not begin to rejoice? Why not begin to rejoice? Rejoice in the Lord who has saved you. You are born again. Hallelujah. Congratulations. 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 In the name of Jesus. Please send us an email at heraldofgloryevangelist at gmail.com We want to share in your joy and we want to counsel you and pray for you that you may also receive the Holy Ghost and the power of God into your life. Do you have a prayer request? Please, write us an email telling us your situation and desire. And the God of glory who has sent us to announce the gospel to you, we visit you with a testimony of goodness. Remember, the email is heraldofgloryevangelist at gmail.com. No spacing. Herod is H-E-R-A-L-D-O-F glory G-L-O-R-Y E-V-A N-G-E-L-I-S-T at gmail.com We'll be waiting to hear from you. We'll be waiting to share your joy. We'll be waiting to be partakers and be follow sojourners in the race of glory that you've just started now. Congratulations. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for the work you have accomplished through this broadcast. Glory to you in the name of Jesus and for that man and for that woman listening to me now and for that boy and for that girl listening to me now please lay your hand upon them now and give them a touch a touch of your presence a touch that cannot be denied a touch of your peace a touch of your joy let there be a signature of your spirit upon their lives right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Until next week, this is the voice of the evangelist. Bye-bye. <laughs>